Well, hello. It's so good that you're joining with us today as we continue our conversation about having a difference maker mindset. Um, over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about how this season is going to change us all. The only choice we get to make is what will you allow to do the changing? Will you be conformed into the pattern of this world? Or in other words, become more like the world? Or will you be transformed by the renewing of your mind? I know for me, I want to be transformed to be more like my friend Jesus. I want to be transformed with more peace, more joy, more confidence, more hope, more faith. And the key to being transformed in Romans chapter 12 is the renewing of your mind. That's the reason last week, Pastor Clayton talked about the renewing of our mind by taking thoughts captive. Or I like to say, whatever thoughts you don't take captive and make obedient to Christ will turn around and hold you captive. And I know for me, the only thoughts that I want to have me captive are thoughts of faith, thoughts of joy, thoughts that bring God glory. This week, we're going to pivot. We're going to talk about how renewing our minds isn't only about taking our thoughts captive, but also adjusting our mindsets, adjusting our mindsets. I know over the last couple of weeks, I've been in my living room with my family more than I have in years, maybe ever. And I'm learning so many things about my family, new things, things I didn't know before. I'm guessing you're experiencing the same thing as well. How about you just take a few minutes in the living room you're in right now and have a conversation about what new things are you learning about the people that you live with? Or if you live by yourself, what new things are you learning about yourself here in this season? Take a few minutes and have that conversation. I know for the Leans, we're learning that we all like the thermostat set at different temperatures. My son runs hot. For the last five weeks, he has been in nothing except for a pair of shorts. And no matter how low the thermostat is set, he wants to set it lower and lower and lower. My wife is different. She likes setting the thermostat higher. No matter how high the thermostat is, she still has a sweater on and is wrapped in a blanket. For me, I like the thermostat off because every minute the thermostat is on, that is money being burnt. I'm like my father. I was taught when I was younger, if it is cold, put on a sweater. If it's hot, crack a window. You might be like me as well. Either way, I'm just really grateful that in my room, I have a thermostat. I have a box in the corner of my room that I can set. And based upon what is set in that box, so the climate of my house will be. Your mind is the thermostat of your life. Your mindset will determine the climate of your room, the climate of your house, the climate of your marriage, the climate of your family, the climate of your business or your workplace. Your mind is the thermostat of your life and what it is set at will determine the climate of everything in your world. That's the reason it's so important for us in this conversation about renewing our mind to have a conversation about what it means to adjust our mindsets. I love how Paul talks about this in the book of Philippians chapter 2. If you have a Bible in a room, you might want to open it up to that. If you want to pick someone in your room to read this out loud, you can do that. But in Philippians chapter 2, Paul is talking about adjusting our mindsets and how that plays a massive role in the renewing of our minds. 
Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, if any of you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness or compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you looking to the interest of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. What a mind-blowing text. What beautiful things Paul is saying about the way that we can adjust our mindsets and how that can flow and impact our entire lives. I just want to make a couple of observations out of this text and, and challenge you as I challenge myself to apply these truths throughout the course of this week and for many weeks to come. The first thing I want you to write down is this, is that your mindset is your choice. I'll say that again. Your mindset is your choice. He's saying here, be like-minded. It's your choice. Have one mind. It's your choice. Have the same mindset of Christ Jesus. It's your choice. We have to break this thinking that says that my mindset is not my choice. My mindset is just based upon, you know, my past and what I've been through. And that's just the way that I am. It is what it is. I've been through hurt. I've been through pain. I've been let down. It's just my mindset. I was just born a negative person or, hey, my mother was this way or my father was this way. My past sets my mind. No, your mindset is your choice. We have to break this thinking that says that our present circumstances should frame our mindsets. Paul was literally writing this letter from prison. Very likely, he was writing this from house arrest. He was confined to his house. He wasn't allowed out. Do you relate with that? Well, in the middle of this confinement, in the middle of this quarantine, if you will, Paul could still say, hey, you know what? I want you to be like me and set your mind like Jesus's mind. The chains aren't going to set my mind. My cell isn't going to set my mind. My fear is not going to set my mind. My frustration is not going to set my mind. I'm making a choice regarding my mindset, Paul says, and he invites us to do the same because our mindsets are our choice. And what's mind-blowing is not only do we get to control what our mindset is, Paul is saying here, we can have a mindset the same as Jesus. Let that blow your mind. That Jesus's mindset can be our mindset. And as we have Jesus's mindset, our minds are renewed. As our minds are renewed, our world is changed. What was Jesus's mindset? Well, you see there in verse six through to eight, that Jesus's mindset was humility and servanthood. As it says there, he humbled himself and he took on the very nature of a servant. Think about that. Jesus, the king of the universe, was thinking about humility and servanthood all the time. And that's a challenge to all of us regarding how we're going to adjust our mindsets. How are we going to adjust our mindsets, first and foremost, towards humility? Jesus was humble in mind. We need to be humble in mind as well. What does humility even mean? 
I know for a lot of people, they misunderstand what humility or humbleness is. They think it's thinking lowly of yourself. You know, uh, I'm no good. I'm a weak weasel. I'm a worm. I'm the scum from between my toes. No, that is not humility. The Bible says here in verse three, humility is valuing others above yourselves. Or in other words, having a mindset of humility isn't thinking less about yourself. It's just thinking more about others. Thinking about others like Christ thinks about them. And as you do that, humility is the natural thing that flows from there. How about you take a few moments right now in the room that you're in to value one another, to elevate one another, to build one another up, speak words of encouragement. And as you value those people around you, what's happening is you're taking a more and more humble stance. Humility is being set in your mind. If you're all by yourself, you might want to take the opportunity right now or maybe a little bit later on to text somebody in your world and value them, elevate them, lift them up. As you lift and value others, humility rises in your life and it sets your mind. Go do that right now. So humility is valuing others above yourself. The next point I want you to write down is Jesus had his mindset, not only on humility, but also servanthood. Because as you read there in verses six through to eight, that Jesus, because he had a mindset on humility, it flowed into a mindset of servanthood. And this servanthood would cause him to be obedient, to carry a cross, a cross that we should have borne a cross that was our sentence, but Jesus served us so that we could have life. Our minds need to be set on servanthood because as we serve the people around us, so life will unfold. Servanthood and life in your homes, servanthood and life in your workplaces, servanthood and life everywhere will trend together. The more you serve, the more life will be experienced. If you learn how to give your life away, it's amazing how others will live that little bit more as you do so. I want to have a mindset on servanthood. It'll make all the difference in this season. In fact, I am observing in the small group that I lead the difference between the guys who have turned towards selfishness and the guys who have turned towards servanthood. The ones who have turned more inward in this season are really, really struggling and are struggling more and more. The ones who have turned towards serving others and loving others and lifting others up are surprisingly doing incredibly through this season. There's even research to show the connection between servanthood and actual mental health in this season. Servanthood and life will trend together. What an amazing picture. Households, workplaces, no matter what that looks like for you right now, friendships, relationships all over the state of South Carolina, around the world, marked by servanthood. How amazing would it be in this week to come if we would make a difference by serving one another? How about you take a few moments in your room right now and have a conversation about deliberate things you can do throughout the course of the week to serve one another? Because if you have a servant's mindset, I promise you, 
life will be experienced so much more in every space that you're in. Have that conversation right now. So what decisions can you make? What choices can you make? As an extension from your mindset of humility and servanthood, how can you serve one another better? Husbands, how can you serve your wives this week as we come into Mother's Day? Children, how can you serve your parents as they've been like hustling and working so hard to create a stable environment for you? Hey, parents, how can you serve your children knowing that even though they're not talking about it out loud, they may have been really struggling in the last couple of weeks? How can you serve your neighbors? Like in an appropriate way, how can you find that appropriate line of physical distancing? Take one step back and serve from there. How can we serve one another? For as we live that out, we will see more and more life happen all around us. I know there's a challenge that I want to take upon for myself, for my family, and for the people that I'm shepherding and, and leading and loving in this season, that I want to have a mindset every single day marked by Jesus' mindset, humility and servanthood. I'm going to do this every day as I walk out of my bedroom. Uh, the thermostat in our house is right there on the wall as I walk past it. I want to make a decision. I want to be reminded that I'm going to set my mind towards humility. In every conversation, humility. In every disagreement, humility. In the middle of the tension, humility. In the middle of the frustration with maybe others, humility. I want to make a decision towards servanthood. As I walk past that thermostat, I'll make a decision to serve Krista, to serve the kids, to serve the people in my neighborhood, to serve the people in my small group, to serve the people that I have a relationship with. If we would adjust our mindsets to be like Jesus's, marked by humility and servanthood, oh, what life would happen, oh, what joy would be experienced, oh, what miracles would unfold, and oh, how we'll be left changed transformed in the most beautiful way through this season. This season will change us. I want to be transformed. I want to be changed to be more like Jesus. And this will happen by the renewing of our minds. So I'm taking my thoughts captive. I'm making them obedient to Christ. I'm also adjusting my mindset to be like his humility and servanthood that together will bring so much life. Can I just pray for you right where you are and just believe that this week you're going to experience the Holy Spirit working on your behalf, helping you in the most gracious and powerful way to adjust your mindset to be like his. Lord Jesus, we love you, Father God. We exalt you, Holy Spirit. We invite you to move in our minds. Don't let our minds be controlled by our past or our present circumstances. Let our minds be set to be like King Jesus. And let us pray in your mighty overcoming name that my mind will be set, no, that our minds would be set towards humility and servanthood. And as we do that, we thank you in advance for the life that will happen in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen.